Welcome to Ponder Park, the podcast on personal development, tools, tips, and things that actually work. I'm the host, Brian Irwin, and I hope you find something life-changing in every episode. But enough about me, let's begin. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, we're going to talk about how to remove overwhelm in one simple exercise. I found this exercise back in 2018. I was standing in my kitchen and I was just noticing the countertop. I think I was cleaning, doing dishes, whatever. And I just kind of, my focus was brought to this one small space, like the edge, the corner of it. And it was, I don't know, some marble design or whatever. And I was just noticing the patterns. And as I was studying it, I started to see these little stains, stains I hadn't noticed before. And then I started considering, okay, what else is sitting here? And I started looking. I didn't start cleaning. I didn't start doing anything. I just was observing. So this exercise began like that. I found that it has this interesting effect. I believe I was on the phone talking to a friend while I was doing this. And I was like, hang on a second. I just noticed something. And then this thing became born. So what is it? What is the exercise? What do you do? Well, you can pick any little space it can be, you know, it can be in the corner of a room if you're in there. If you're driving, you know, just try to notice a space. It could be the middle console, you know, between the driver's seat and the passenger seat. It, it doesn't have to be massive, and it's better if it is a small kind of isolated location. Could be a glove box. Could be up on the dash. The purpose is to just pick a small space, and it should be one that you kind of have responsibility over. It's your space to do something with. If you're driving, this is a little more difficult. You'd have to glance a couple times, so it's better if you kind of can just mentally give the space to this and you're not, you know, preoccupied with driving, for example. So what you're going to do is essentially notice what is already in that space. You know, let's pick a, uh, for an example, pick the nearest corner in whatever room you're in. And I want you to go and sit down just in there and kind of create like this, you know, one foot square area you're going to be looking at. The reason with the corner is it should be a space that you haven't really been doing anything with. It should represent something that you've kind of neglected in your life. And it's a metaphor, really. This represents your life and all the areas that are available. So you're sitting down in the space, you're looking at this corner, and all we're going to do right now is just notice what is there. You're going to soak it up. Do you see lint? Do you see paper? Is there a bottle cap? When I did this, I found a bottle cap. My friend, when he did it, he found pieces of fuzz. Are there any stains? Any objects? Right now, we want to avoid the urge to do anything with this space. We're just observing without changing. Now we think about what items have we seen here? What have we observed? What are the different things that live in this little space? And we ask the question, How can I improve this? How can I improve this space? What can I do to make this little area the best it possibly could? You know, if you're sitting on a floor and it's carpeted, maybe vacuuming it, right? But maybe there's pieces of paper. Now, an interesting thing changes here. An interesting thing shows up. As you start to look at this space and think about what is already there and what you could do to improve it, there's this sense of larger than, like you're much larger than the, these problems. You're, you have more capability, more options. There are so many different ways to make this space great. And this is the moment when I had the epiphany. This is a metaphor for life. Any area of your life represents this corner. 
or we could say it a different way. This corner can represent any area of your life that is currently there are things there that are living there, things that have been there that are just, you know, if you were to rate that room or that space or that area of your life between 1 and 10, 10 being the best it possibly could, and 1 being pure neglect, there are things you can always do to improve, things you always right now have available to you. It isn't always, well, if I had enough money or if I had these items or it isn't always about things outside of you that you're trying to get to. You often have all this resource available in your mind when you're confronted with problems. The challenge is most problems, either we don't know the answer to the solution or we've never encountered it before. We just lack experience or we're not around enough people who've encountered it too. You know, a lot of times we could be trying to solve something and run out of ideas and we just either need fresh eyes, a new perspective, uh, or to talk to somebody else who has encountered this or they found, you know, some little trick that they use to break past this. A lot of areas of our life really model this little example. You know, it might seem simple, but there's an old saying, which is to think deeply about simple things. The habit of thinking about something you normally might miss. You know, if I were to go to any corner in the house that I currently live in or my apartment, I would probably notice things that are there. There might be a staple just there, right? There might be a dead bug. (laughs) I would hope not. There might be a piece of paper, a sticker, or a piece of plastic from a thing that I had opened that, that somehow I didn't notice, but that kind of floated over there. The cool thing that happens if you go through this exercise and actually do it, it's one thing to listen. You learn a little bit from that. It's another thing to hear it. It's completely different when you actually go and do those steps. And this is true for all advice. You know, if there's advice for something you're trying to do, you can read all the books, you can listen to all the audio programs, but if you don't actually take the advice, you can pick one person and say, I'm going to do what this person says, and I'm going to just see if I can get the results that I'm wanting, and I'm going to keep trying, and if that doesn't work, I'm going to try somebody else and something else. We're going to keep going until we find the solution. As you encounter the same kinds of problems, for example, the corner in the house, people who've cleaned in their life don't really feel challenged with cleaning a little tiny space like a floor, like a a foot area. I've seen this same example earlier in my life previous to a moment in 2018 where I would notice, let's say an entire desk is just messy and I thought, well, if I just took this one little space and just focused on that, what's in that space? If you start removing the things from the space, well, now there's less things. It actually, it simplifies. This kind of goes to that concept of complexity simplified and where you take something that appears complex, which just has lots of items in it, and start removing them one by one by one, and you reduce the complexity. It becomes simpler, easier on the mind to reason about what's going on. Another exercise would be you have the same little one-foot space, and you say, okay, I'm going to remove all the blue items that I see. Everything that is blue, let's get rid of that. Uh, You could pick colors as a filter and say, I'm going to look for everything that's green if there's something green. My desk has a green uh, rag for cleaning the glasses. It's a powerful exercise, and the benefit, you know, as I tell you it, I'm reliving it also, experiencing it in my mind, uh, what takes place when you actually do it. So let's recap. You find a small space preferably if you're in a room at your house, in the corner. You sit down, and you just observe in that space. You kind of designate maybe a foot, two feet. It should be small. It should be small enough that your vision kind of takes up the whole space. And then you just start noticing the pieces that are there. The purpose of this point is to gather and soak in and just become aware of what's in that space and what needs improving. 
when you feel like you've kind of got everything and you've seen it all and you know everything that's in there and what's out of place, it's followed up with the question of how can I improve the space? It'll happen automatically. You'll start, your brain will start coming to the conclusion of things like, oh, I could vacuum, I could do You'll start connecting the two, like there's this problem, I have a solution. Here's this problem, I have a solution. That's what is kind of the essence of this exercise and what you're trying to get. I now encourage you to go and actually do it, to clean the space, to make that space as good as you want, as good as you envision as it possibly could be. This is where we miss it in a lot of our efforts. We're presented with a dilemma, a problem, a challenge. We have an onslaught of solutions, lots of ways to make the situation better. And then we go distract ourselves with something else. I know a lot of people say, well, I'm just so busy. Mm, if it's important, you'll find a way to make it done. You'll find a way to do the thing that you believe is necessary for that space. When I shared this with one of my buddies, he had just moved out on his own for the first time. He had an apartment. So you would think that it was clean. But he went and did the same exercise, and he found in this corner, he had just been there maybe a week, that there were things in that corner that had been living there. A piece of fuzz, I think some paper. It's a tiny, tiny little thing that was overlooked, not really spotted. After he went through the process, went through this exercise, at the end we talked about it. I was like, so what do you notice? What are, what are your thoughts? What are your takeaways? What have you seen here that when you went into it with one thought and now you're coming out with something completely different? He pointed out being surprised, like ridiculously surprised. He felt optimistic. He felt like, wow, he could totally make this better. He knew he could. He knew that he had enough tools and abilities and skills to tackle this, even though it's a small, isolated problem. The purpose of this exercise is to deliberately take any area of your life that you want to look at and see and observe and see what's not right. It's about taking responsibility of your life and correcting it. And anybody can do this at any time. The little one-foot section is arbitrary. You could make that smaller. You can make it larger. You could start with an entire room, and the room becomes the weak project, a project for the weak and you decide to go through and systematically make it better, make it as best it can. Maybe there's things that are out of place. Let's make it less physical, though. How can we use this exercise in a, in a mental kind of way? Well, relationships, the same kinds of principles apply. You take a summary of what's already existing. Pen and paper, start listing out all the things that you see that are wrong with it. We're not trying to sit here and only focus on the negative, but for the purpose of this exercise, you're trying to see what's not right, what's making this space uh, less than the best it could be. So as you have this list, you're now going to consider each item and all the possible ways to make one of those items disappear or better or improved or so on and so forth. And you just go through, becomes a little checklist. And some things in the beginning may not be as important Let's not forget about the 80-20 principle, which says 20% of the things that you do bring 80% of the results. So you may have this nice little list, 50 items, right, or five items. It really doesn't matter the amount. There's only going to be a small subset of that list that is actually going to give you the majority of the results. And our challenge there would then be to focus on those. But we're getting into two kind of separate concepts. Returning to the idea of the exercise, you're essentially just going through, you're, you're seeing what's there and asking the question, how can I make this better? Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the show. If you have any questions or comments, you can find us on Twitter at PonderPark or our website at PonderPark.com. Until next time, take it one ponderance at a time. <laughs>